Hi guys! <laughs> Welcome to the Fairwood Rockstar Club podcast. Hello. A podcast that talks about music, mental health, and fashion. That's right. Brought to you by the um, the chirpy chaps at the, Best Days Vintage. Yeah. The divisive Best Days Vintage. <laughs> yeah. We had a, I don't know if we want to talk about that, Steve. Oh, yeah. Le- uh, for legal reasons, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so. Um, who are we? Shall I tell the yeah, lovely listeners who we are? The usual vibes. Well, I'm Jeremy Peter Dixon. No BA honours. That's Stephen Robert Hurdle. Some BA honours. Correct. Uh, we're here in Bethany's Vintage, 40 Eld Lane in the heart, the beating heart of Colchester, mm-hmm. very much the cultural centre of the known universe. Mm-hmm. Of course, the unknown universe, we can't claim to. Where even is the centre of that? It's unknown, by its very nature. Unknown universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that, oh, is that too creaky? Yeah. creaking already. Those stores are creaking. Okay. Okay. I just don't want you cheating on the quiz. This is the, oh, this wait, the issue. Course, yeah. uh, and of course, you can go to bestdaysvintage.co.uk if you can't come into the shop. And you can find us on all the social mediums at Best Days Vintage on all the traditional ones, including TikTok. And obviously, as we mentioned last week, you can come and visit us at our HQ in Manningtree also. It's been open for a week and a day. Yep. It's been very good, a rip-roaring success. People are coming in, saying hello. They are. Someone walked in with a dog poo in their shoe today. Well, that's disappointing. So I had to be on my, on my fours cleaning up dog poo off the carpet. <sighs> Remember when Fern Cotton used to come in when you were on your mm. hands and, my, and knees hoovered? <laughs> it was always a low moment. Wasn't it? How I, how I'm I, better than this, Fern. How could I forget? <laughs> on my fours, like a dog. I'm actually a cool guy in a, in a rock band. Yeah. Don't judge me. I found out today that we are the same age as loads of our customers' parents. <laughs> yep. Have you only just realised that? No, I knew. I, 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 oh, I knew we were kind of well, a similar some, age. But some of them. Like second names, went. Oh my god, that's the same age as my dad. Yeah, I get a lot. I get a bit of that mm. in here. Mm. Does it make you sad? No, I just. But I don't think they think of us as dad age. No, they, they, the person that I was talking to, mind blown. Oh really? Because they, they can look at they their dad. They don't see. Well, they don't see. I don't think they see us as the same, like level. I guess as <laughs> level. success level. Yeah, you're much poorer than my dad. Yeah, but you scruffier, poorer because you have the job of like a teenage boy. <laughs> yeah, and the same sense of humour. I think of you as yeah, as maybe in your mid twenties. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. When I tell people I've got kids, I think they're freaked mm. out a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we are we are middle aged technically. Mm. Mm. I don't know if the the sort of parameters of middle age has changed. No, for me, there for me, it's adult, young, uh, young adult up to twenty. Yeah, and then twenty to forty is adult. Just a just a grown up, just a generic grown up. I don't know what you'd call it adult. adult. And then forty to sixty is middle age. Oh, sixty to eighty, old age. Ed, old age and 80 plus elderly, elderly. that's, yeah. my, that's my theory <laughs> very close to death elderly <laughs> it's not a great word is it elderly no but I mean I, I, I've got that's not based on scientific fact but that's my that's my that's your parameters my parameters okay well I think they they're make good sense. parameters they're good solid parameters yeah. I won't hear a word against them <clears throat> well all parameters are good parameters <laughs> 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 That's not true. We can't we can't back that up. Mm. But I liked the phrase. Yeah. Uh, shall we? Shall I tell you a song that you should get on your latest playlist? Of course. Crack on. <laughs> 
Take off the Oasis. Well, I want you to listen. You always do this. You say it's like you're not going to listen. I think you need to listen to more new music more than anyone. Yeah, it's true. Well, anyway, and you'll like this one. I suddenly realised that I hadn't prepared um, my final thought. Again? Yeah. Oh, it's two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. One final thing. Steve hasn't prepared his final thought. Crap! Put this on your latest playlist. Take off the Oasis. Replace it with some chasing status. Why you gotta say this? Trying to make your playlist A-list. Oh, so you're going to have a rummage while well, I'm talking? Well, I'm, well, I'm mentally preparing. I just well, thought about any books of me. Mate, why not you draw some wisdom from your own life? Yeah, I'm going to have to. I, I had some things coming around my head oh, today. Good. Which means you're not going to be focused on anything I say for the rest of the podcast, Sorry? Hey! Go on. Uh, okay, well, see, I'm talking to just you, listeners. Uh, right, the band are called Caroline. Mm-hmm. The song is called Good Morning, Brackets, Red. It's a new song. I didn't know anything about this band, but I had a little sort of fiddle. I think they're from... Okay. I want to say London. I've read about them yesterday. Uh, but this song's kind of like in two halves. And the first song, they're an eight-piece. I remember that. Fuck they're a bit yeah. folky. Oh, oh, okay. They're called Caroline. Caroline, yeah. Uh, and the like first half... Yeah, I don't mind it. Don't they weird? Because I mean, if you imagine and say, oh, um, oh yeah, think about a band name, Caroline, you'd have been probably like... Well, it sounds like a solo artist. Yeah, mm. but but when it, it's, it's yeah. like when it happens, you're just like, oh, okay. You hear the song and you like, don't give a rat's ass what they call it's just a good song. Mm. Uh, it sounds it reminds me of the Kingsbury Manx, which oh, is why I okay. thought you would like it. Yep. Who I've been listening to a lot recently because, as previously mentioned, I bought the vinyls mm-hmm. of the first two albums, which I absolutely adore. And this song came on and it it straight away reminded me of them. It's sort of that kind of folky but Boy quite re- repetitive melody. Boy singer, boy singer, yeah. But with girl harmonies, I think. Okay. Uh, and then the second half, it goes a bit weird and a bit sort of minimalist. And there's just sort of... I need to listen to it again, really. Mm-hmm. But it's like in two halves. And they said, the first half is this song we've had kicking around for ages. That, <clears throat> and then this, the second half is more what we're doing now, what we're listening to now. So I prefer their old... <laughs> I've only had one song and I already prefer their old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's okay. get on your latest playlist. Yeah. Good morning, brackets, red. I already prefer the old stuff. Mm. Yeah. Take me to the news. And can you increase the good news this week? Oh, well, there's no good news. Not when, <laughs> there's no not, good not, news. Not when you've heard Meatloaf has passed away. Oh, yeah, well, that's Let's true. keep rocking, Meatloaf. <laughs> Bong. Sunday, let's talk about it. A four-day week. Four-day week <laughs> yeah. or poor-day week. Okay. Yeah, I'd like if you introduce some puns into your headlines. Mm. Yeah. Be good. Uh, so meatloaf let's keep rocking is that the headline yeah let's keep rocking <laughs> okay. news let's keep rocking uh, and the reason I call it let's keep rocking is yeah. because then they the family make a statement and then as the kind of ending part of the statement for when he passed away they said um, don't never forget to keep on rocking or something like that oh did they I haven't really looked much into it I can't say that you were me- quite on the meatloaf front I thought yeah well I don't know what you were expecting from me. You spent a phone call in the middle of the night. Steve, you never guess what? No! I can't say meat! I was just shouting meat down the street. Meat. Yeah. Well, I did burn my tongue on a meatball today. So I think in my own way that was a tribute. Or maybe like, his would revenge. You, would you have liked it if Meatloaf had been interviewed on a podcast by Michael Fish? <laughs> the meat, 
meets the fish. <laughs> I love that. I think Michael Fish would make a great interviewer. Yeah. And Meatloaf is a good interviewee. I've seen him on uh, chat shows before. He's good value. Okay. Uh, but I can't say, I can't pretend he's touched my life in any way, the loaf. Uh, none of his music has moved me. Uh, he's, he's a performance of Robert, Robert Pulse, Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. Yeah. Paulson in Fight Club. That's probably as close <coughs> as he's come to impacting my life, I'd say. Mm. Uh, uh, Edward Norton tweeted a lovely mm. report of Meatloaf's character, said he was great, always brought a smile to the set. Mm-hmm. I respect the work of Norton, so... We've got... Uh, he's uh, anti-vax, though, which kind of... Yeah, I know. Sort of tarnishes... Tarnish his... the kind of legacy of it all, really. Because yeah. I think that people were a bit edgy about talking about it when mm. he passed away. Like, I think it took a while to cut that, for that bit to come out and for the why kind of side of things. For a reason, I guess. It's like he didn't want to be a political hot potato. Yeah. But people have their reasons for being... He, he made his choice, right? And he yeah. paid the ultimate price for that choice. He did, yeah. <clears throat> people have different reasons for being anti-vax. And I don't know what meets was. But, yeah, you know, you look at it, I mean, he was 74... Yeah, that's a good old fucking. He had a good old album, and he's left a legacy. He rocked one for seventy four years. The Battle of Hell is one of the top selling albums of all mm-hmm. time. The top ten selling albums of all time, like to like ten or hundred million copies or something like that. Yeah, can't remember what exactly which it was. Close ten well, or hundred, whatever. I'd, I'd probably smile if Battle of Hell came on. I wouldn't, you know, his music didn't make me go, oh, yeah. fucking turn this off. Yeah, but at the same time, you know what I like. What's the only thing we share? I'm a something for love. Was, oh, Dead Ringer, real oh, Dead Ringer. Dead Ringer for love. <laughs> yeah, dude. Bits, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we went on our friend Evo's stag do and we, oh, we had Meatloaf's old, uh, old tour bus? We were lucky passengers on Meatloaf's tour bus, yeah. Mm. We, we smelt a bit of meat, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> like we've been us. Yeah, and we, um, we said, yeah, Meatloaf's arse was on this chair here, probably, in this yeah. bit of the sofa. Yeah, we went on a tour bus with our, with our friends um, and we were around Germany. And yeah, Meatloaf's tour bus. Yeah. The meat. Those bunks looked a bit small for Meatloaf. <laughs> I think he probably had that whole back area, you know, yeah. with the seats he just yeah. laid out on there. Yeah. Like Jabba the Hutt. Those, those tour buses, when you sleep in them, the sleeper buses, they're like coffins, aren't they? A little bit, bit. yeah. I didn't, I didn't much like oh, you this. Oh, you're Fucking hell, you must have been scratching the edge of that top one. <laughs> Gee, I said good news. <laughs> and cheer me up, you know, I was feeling bad. Yeah. It's not the way. But we were, I was at the front. because oh, I was at the front with Tony. Right at the front. Oh, not the front. Oh, sorry, the front or the other side where people were coming back and forth. So oh, back yeah. getting to oh, the right, yeah, yeah, that front section. Sorry. I was in the death, the death, in the beds, death yeah. bunk. Me and Toby, yeah. But that, right at the front. So if you, yeah, basically they call them the death bunks, right? Because if if a coach hits the bridge, then you're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked out. With us, but we'd feel no pain. I suppose is the. Uh, oh, take that. It's probably three bunks back. If you're going to go, gonna be if you're going to go, you might more, be, you know feeling no pain in the sleeper bus, Midlow's tour bus, getting noshed off by her. <laughs> Roadie, God, yeah, smoggy the roadie, yeah. <laughs> sweaty smoggy. Anyway, um, yeah. So come on, this is we're rambling on the news. I think it's worth just worth mentioning that. Oh, yeah, it's a that's the longest news section we've ever had. Uh, Sunday, let's talk about it. News. <laughs> uh, so this Sunday, um, in our shop um, with Fraser Morgan, is hosting um, a men's mental health evening, mm-hmm. uh, which we're going to do the last Sunday of each month. Um, 4.30 till 6-ish. So basically come in, have a free cup of coffee or a cup of tea, and it's like a group of decent bloody blokes. And we just yeah, chat. They feel like they want some company, might want to talk yeah. about what they're going through. Just chat, yeah. And it's like just about generally about feelings and about 
do you feel the same sort of way, like, you yeah. know, with, like, anxiety and, and stress? And absolutely no pressure to talk. You've got you a shit business and... too. <laughs> no pressure to talk if you want to come and just listen. Yeah. Because even just hearing that other people are going through <clears> the same thing, I imagine, is, yeah. will be of benefit to it you. Was, I went, the first one I went to, and it was really positive, and I thought it was really, it was really affirming, life-affirming. Because mm. it's nice, you know, you don't hear blokes come and talk about that, and it was like a nice, nice decent bunch of mm. men. Which is my ideal way to spend a, a Sunday, evening. Sunday evening with some men. Uh, and four day week, four day week, or yeah. poor day week. Literally, I don't know if you know this, Jez, but from June, the government are trialling a four day working week with certain firms. Yeah, it's part I did of a six month experiment. Haven't they been trying it in other countries as well? Yes, Spain is one of them. Mm. Uh, staff will go will be getting the same pay for fewer hours, and their productivity will be monitored, based in man- universities and man- oh, no, Oxford and Cambridge universities. I'm sure. And asking, do you think it's going to be the future of work as time goes on? Being a, a business owner yourself, I wonder how you felt. Well, I think I'll be interested to see how it works. Like my. Got instinct just taking a, it for granted. Or? Yeah, as an employer, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it you know throws out complications. If I was an employee, but who like basically they're saying that you get the same wages, so you'd have to as a company you'd have to stump up the same. But how does yeah. it work with hourly? Like people being paid hourly yeah. versus salary? Would it just mean that you just end up being paid hourly and? You just get paid for Because there's a lot days. of different people that have different personalities in this world, and some people see staff as a commodity, and other people see them as human. And there's lots of like, like they do it in Iceland, I think, and it's been really successful for productivity. Mm. But it's hard to say how, you know, all humans are different and how people yeah. react to this sort of thing. Some and people will take it in a positive way, other people will take it as an opportunity to take it's, a piss. Yeah, it's like the whole Both work, employers working, and employees. Working from home. Thing yeah. I think it's the same. Throws up the same. It depends on how self-motivated you are, essentially. Yeah. Or and yeah, how much you, some people genuinely will benefit from it. I think they need they need that break and they need that time to mm. for mental health reasons. And would they? Would do you think that they would then respect that and then like work. really kind of push through for those four days of yeah. work? Well, I'd like or, to think so. But that's the whole point of it, right? Yeah, to actually be more productive because of you're kind of in a better health like, work life balance. Or would you be like fucking brilliant, like? I think it's like like anything. I think you, the employers have to judge. I, I'd say it shouldn't be made mandatory, but if your employer can prove, but people, employees can do it now. I mean, it's yeah, not, what's stopping any that, company yeah. from doing it? Yeah, I think. Yeah. But I don't know who well, would yeah, mo- motivation to do it. Yeah, it's like, but why? You know, they oh, we're gonna, this is going to be a new policy for us. I'm sure it make make a lot of people very happy. Staff, mm. but it's like, would you would it end up being a would they, you know, like everything? Would you, it's like you know, given a pay rise doesn't guarantee increased motivation because mm. it's not how it, how it works. It helps, but it's not ultimately productivity drops again. Like, like it's, it's yeah, short it's, short term. It's about balance, value, work value, and life balance, and yeah. enjoy and having a reason for doing something. Why are you kind of coming to work and what you're kind of trying to achieve. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens with it. You know, yeah, mixed feelings with it. Really, it's interesting. But it's like also, anything, I'd I'd like to think people would take it seriously and embrace use it, it and use embrace it, it and use it in the way that it's meant to be. But my <clears throat> the cynic in me says that people would. I've seen I've seen it firsthand. People working from home. I don't want to name any names, mm. but somebody I obviously live with. <laughs> 
Walking from home, I, I can't imagine she's being more productive. I'll, I'll let Legend go. <laughs> being more productive at home. And then you say, you, you've spotted a similar... <laughs> similar pattern of behaviour. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> well, there's also. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. But, I, yeah, I do find it interesting. Mm. There you go. That's the new- news. That's the news. News. Right. Well, let's crack on with the quiz. Yeah. Because it's getting late. You know, for a man who hosts a fucking music podcast, you know fuck all about music. If I can go. We're later than usual because we spent the last half an hour discussing more depressing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so if we seem a little bit low energy, um, apologies for that. Yeah. But I, I think we're covering it pretty well. We should probably shouldn't have admitted it. Too late now. Anyway, this will this will cheer you up, Steve, because you lo- I know you bloody love a quiz. You <laughs> flipping right door. It's always good for your morale because you mm. score so highly. Now I think you'll do well on this. I tested this on a customer. This one today. Okay. And he scored very highly. Who? Uh, H Monson. Okay. Of the uh, verdicts fame. Right. What this week's theme is iconic album covers. Okay. You know them. You love them. Or do I? You've do seen I? them. Bloody do. But have you paid attention? Okay. Is this a visual one? Huh? Is this a visual one? No, no, I will be describing them to you. Okay. Because if it's visual, that's too easy. Okay. So, number one. So if I get it wrong, it could be with your poor description. Yeah, yeah, it could be. be. Uh, You've got to get the album title, okay? The artist isn't enough. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. Right. Picture this. I am. A man's arse. (laughs) He's wearing a pair of blue jeans. Yeah. Back pocket. Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. Uh, oh, 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 the one about coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Coming to I mean, America. You've got to take your first answer, okay. I'm afraid. Is Bruce Springsteen born in the USA? Oh, bollocks. That's a, that is a rookie mistake. Yeah. If he knows it, he knows it. <laughs> okay. White background. There's a banana on it. Yeah. Uh, that it's is, an Andy Warhol painting of a banana. Yeah, that is Velvet Underground, um, Life in a City. It's <laughs> the Velvet Underground and Nico. Yeah. Sell, like, that's the name of the album as well as who performed it. Yeah. I can't give you that one, I'm afraid. <laughs> this is going to be a theme, isn't it? <laughs> he knows it, but he doesn't really know it. No, but he doesn't know it well. Number three. It's a female nurse. She's pulling on a blue rubber glove. Yep. She's looking seductively at the camera. Blink-182. And the album's called... What's Mage again? Oh, <laughs> I don't know what the album's called. Enema of the State. Oh, of course it is. Oh. Fucking hell. See, it was in there. Yeah. Okay. Number four. Black and white photo. Oh, yeah. It's a lady's arse. Ooh. It's black, black and white. There's a leather glove resting. The straight the arse. This is it. <laughs> well, I'll give it to you. The words are all there. They're is in this, the wrong order. Is, is this, this it? <laughs> is this it? This is it. <laughs> I'll give you that one. Uh, one point. Number five. Two men. Oh. They're on a speedboat. They look like yuppies to me. Uh, a third figure is in the foreground. He's dived into the water. Looks like men's feet. Oh, blur. The Great Escape. Boom. 
All correct there. So that's two. Number six. Black and white photo. A man. He's on stage. His legs spread wide. Smashing a guitar, isn't he? Smashing a guitar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Clash London Calling. Yes. Yes. He's on fire. If it knows it, if it knows it. Okay, number seven. There's a girl. She looks like she's been painted by a Renaissance artist. You can only see the top half of her. She's emerging from like a star. In the background is like planets and space. Oh, this is smashing pumpkins. Infinite. Will and Colin, the infinite sadness. Oh, he's smashing them out of the park now. That's four in a row. Okay, number eight. It's a girl, the artist in question. She sat on a stool in the centre of the cover. Behind her is a blackboard. Like you'd have at school. Yeah. Uh, All the chalk's been rubbed off it, but you can sort of faintly see what was on there. I want to say Bjork. Oh, he's a female solo artist. I want to say Bjork. I want to say... It's also quiet. (laughs) Okay, couple of points. It's not not Bjork. Um, That's not the name of a Bjork album. No, I vaguely. It's, it's Amy Winehouse. Oh, Back to Black. No, I wouldn't have got that. I mean, I, I went on a. I didn't. I, I don't think I'd have got that one either. But oh. I went on a like the top twenty most iconic album. Well, that's where I got most of them. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure they weren't just ones that. Yeah. Uh, number nine. The band has stood around a swimming pool. Yeah. There's a car in the swimming pool. Oasis. Be here now. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's five. And to equal your best ever tally, which you've done a few times now. Six seems to be your, mm. <laughs> your ceiling. My, my recent, since Christmas. Yeah, hitting four, mate. Right, two I figures. It. I haven't got it yet, so. Two figures in the woods. One sitting, one standing. Standing figure is in gold, holding a stick. Sitting down is wearing a velvet jacket. Has the head of an animal. Oh. It's unclear which. Is it mid late The Trials of Anarchy Panther? It is. The best album ever made, of course. Yeah. Probably not as iconic no. as the rest, but I just threw that in there because yeah. I thought you know, yeah. that's one. Usually. But it's weird when you just you have to sort of picture it in your head. Yeah. Well, I can picture nine. I pictured nine out of ten of them. I just couldn't remember what the album was called. Okay, yeah, that's true. I, yeah, yeah. You had the artist in all those, but yeah. six out of ten with some. You know, if I was given half points for the artist, you'd have probably got yeah. maybe an eight. Well, I'll so. take six out of ten. Yeah. Solid. Mm. There you go, that's this week's quiz. Ah. It's a fun one, that, wasn't it? Yeah. I enjoyed that. <clears throat> okay. I'm surprised I got that melancholy one. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, th- I thought you might struggle with that. Mm. Uh, but Harry Monson got seven. Oh, did he? Out of ten, yeah, so mm. I'm afraid he, he beat you. <laughs> what did he get that I didn't get? Uh, he got the Velvet Underground one okay. properly, and he got Springsteen. Okay. Properly, and he got. Oh no, he didn't get Blue One Eight Two actually. He could. He knew it was Blue One Eight Two, but he couldn't get the. Uh, no. Album no, title. That's annoying because I did know that. Yeah, I knew it was in there. It has got What's Mine again on it. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> 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 I small things. Yeah. This the big, the big one. Mm. Anyway, last week's Rockbusters. Just to catch you up, a lot of people got them this week. I think they were too easy. Mm. I actually struggled this week. I couldn't, really? I didn't get them this well, week. Well, you probably haven't heard of the first one. Yeah. Billy the Kid, fresh out the shower. 
of course, Clean Bandit. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I'm guessing you didn't get that because you didn't. I don't know. You haven't Bandit, heard, of Clean heard of Clean Bandit. Modern. See, <laughs> so I said Clean Cowboy, didn't I? Cowboy <laughs> yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, vertigo and arachnophobia exchanged with salty bodily fluids. Yeah, again. Of course, tears for yeah, fears. Didn't get that. Mm. I was thinking Spunk, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Once your mind's on spunk, you never yeah. give up. You never no, let up, do you? Thinking spunky, that's, spunky spiders. That's one of your <laughs> yeah, famous band, the Spunky Spiders. Spunky, spunky spider. I saw them at the uh, Brixton Academy. Yeah. Very good. Anyway, this week's. See if you can get these. Number one, some guy, the blonde dude from Scooby Doo. Some guy, some guy, the blonde dude from Scooby Doo. Some guy. Okay, and then number two, white, Nicholson and lemon in the cellar. White, Nicholson, lemon in the cellar. Okay, and that's, that's this week's quiz. Yeah? <laughs> you're trying to think, are you thinking no, about your wisdom? No, I was thinking, I know, I was thinking about... Don't do, don't no. do your thinking out loud, no. because you'll ruin it for the... The listeners. Paddle. Yeah. <laughs> you know Paddle likes Rockbusters. Yeah, and Harvey. And Harvey, yeah. Even, they don't need the clues because they're good at, they're much better than you at this. Yeah. <laughs> Probably do better at a quiz than me as well. Probably. Uh, okay, so <coughs> it's Hall of Fame time. Failed rock star club hall of fame. Band or artist who deserve more acclaim. Failed rock star club hall of fame. I promise this band will not be lame. It's a special hall of fame. Let me switch to see if I can open the door. Let me out. Oh, hello, it's in there. <laughs> oh, hello, hello, Tom Vick. Hello, Beach House. <laughs> it's the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's getting very crowded in there now. Oh, I mean, the mystery you know, jets moving... have um, gone in there, haven't they? So yeah. They're, uh, well, well, they're in the good books, aren't they? Yeah. Aren't they Speaking just? of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's always nice when the band featured actually responds to mm-hmm. any kind of content that we put yeah. out there. But we, I put the song that me and Steve covered, yeah. I shared it on our stories and they replied to that, you know, with yeah. just a couple of emojis to kick it off and yeah. you're like, you know, okay, I'd have preferred some words, but yeah. at least you responded. But bloody hell, did we get some <laughs> words, didn't we? Cool. <laughs> and we got some words. Yeah. Oh, they actually listened because they heard the mouth saxophone yeah. that proves that they got yeah. at least a and they said they, the said they should have put that on their own album yeah. recording polite but anyway <laughs> I was all excited and when I told my uh, Sam and Hemi they were like oh yeah they're nice guys aren't they yeah. it turns out they talked to loads of people so <laughs> wasn't yeah. quite as excited after that yeah that but, took the edge off didn't yeah. it? but have they been spoken to by Mr. Uh, Jets and Bennett mm. probably not no. so but that was, a, that but was, was a, only Jason from Bennett that was a happy time wasn't it it was nice. It was nice to get these little uh, pick-me-ups yeah. in January, <laughs> particularly. So, with that in mind, I mean, you'd, you've already spoken to the singer from the this lead, week's Hall of Fame. The lead bloody singer, yeah. So, uh, we're going to talk about a band that we have a deep personal connection with. Because they're essentially friends of ours, although we haven't seen them in a, in a long while. But when mm. me and Steve and I's band... Were in, in our infancy, we were sort of. It was towards the tail end of the the first band we were in together mm-hmm. when we first met uh, a guy called Mark Nielsen, who was the singer in the band Fifty Hertz. 
who are this week's entrance into the Hall of Fame. I I've got the, have you got the names? Y yes, I've written them down. No, I like Mark to, I like to Nielsen. Now, this is the Anthony least... Wicks, yep. Richard Royce. Yep. And then on the website I was on, Dan Cochran was the guitar, but I think he was the second guitarist. Yeah. It was Andy. Andy. I can't remember Andy's. I've got something. Andy something written there. <laughs> don't think he's Apologies, Andy. If you I don't think he's certainly with something. <laughs> no. Could have been. But he was a someone. Yeah. He has big curly hair. Curly hair. Mm-hmm. And was a lovely gentleman, from what I remember. Uh, but yeah, so they were four-piece, <clears throat> played very melodic rock music, Yes, to which we were big fans, and we got to know them, uh, played with them a few times, I think, didn't we? Didn't they? Yeah, they, they certainly played with us. I can't remember. Didn't they play with us when we did that comeback gig in uh, Purple Turtle? I don't remember. Well... I like to think they did. In my dreams, they did. <laughs> you, played with, you played with Mark once. Well, yeah, I sang a song with Mark. That was probably one of the greatest <laughs> moments of my life, sadly enough. <laughs> right, yeah. Sadly. Well, it's just a beautiful song, and mm. it was two, two people you greatly admire mm -hmm. playing, playing with each other. <laughs> Fiddling. Because obviously, I'd never, we had this idea to do it, didn't we? And we did this little, mm. little event, and Mark did a little show, did a gig. And then part of it, you... You played as well, didn't you? Not that I remember. No. I think I just did that one song. Just that was that a different song. one. No, you played on the... You wrote... You played that... The sound check, you played... Oh, yeah, yeah. The song off the... You'd just written a song which we put on through our, our yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, That's true. Yeah. But yeah, and that moment of the sound checking it for the, and hearing it for the first time was uh, probably one of the greatest things... Greatest moments of... Well, it's a beautiful song. And they've got one album that you can listen to on Spotify... But it's full of beautiful songs. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, there's some that go a bit too far into the the rock, the heavy rock world for my personal taste. Mm -hmm. But he's got such a good ear for melody. We both we both agreed with that, didn't we? That, yeah. Because <clears throat> I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed listening to the album again, like catching mm. up with it. And when I put it on Spotify, was a great moment. I was like yeah, genuinely yeah. excited yeah. about that. Yeah, totally. Well, <laughs> no, and I could listen to Endgame whenever I wanted. Well, yeah, there's probably I'd say there's probably five songs on that album that I genuinely, absolutely love. Yeah, genuinely, yeah, yeah. love to bits. We played this one again. Kind of, I, mean, I guess it's my personal taste, but I prefer like all those five are quite melodic and quite mm. more kind of like anthemic-y ones. Yeah, and there's ones that are quite rocky. Which have got a lot of donna 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 kind of bits yeah, that could, are not as my I don't like as much. You could hear there was clearly a sort of that uh, juxtaposition. There was a there. tension, wasn't there? Yeah, there seems in to their be music. Yeah, I I don't know who who was in the sort of rock crowd and who wasn't, mm -hmm. but it seemed like some people wanted it to go more heavier, and there clearly was a like Metallica influence and a sort of Rage Against the Machine influence because mm. they used to cover. Rage yeah. songs, didn't they? And I, I heard some Metallica recently and thought, oh, that sounds like mm. 50 Hertz. So I think maybe the bass, and then the bass work, and some of the guitar. Then there was a very melodic, yeah, emphatic. I don't know. I, I don't know. Who, like maybe the Smiths, maybe a bit of suede in there. Yeah. I know they got like the inevitable Coldplay comparisons, which is what happens if you have any piano in a song and melodic song. Yeah, and I knew that annoyed certainly Mark because I think they they were Coldplay haters. And when, I think they got in the reviews, it was a lot of old anthemic indie, mm. sounds like Coldplay, which if you listen to something like Endgame, <laughs> the one, 
my favourite song of the album. I get that, but it, the album doesn't really tell you what the album's like, generally speaking. No. Uh, but yeah, it's it's all like it's tune. Even the rocky ones are tuneful though. Oh yeah, all the yeah. way through. No, there's melody throughout. That, yeah, it's. I think for me, it's just that's just. Well, I've never really been into like heavier rock stuff anyway, but no. seeing it live was always quite good fun as well. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. And yeah, they, they recently live. put videos on to YouTube. It must have been yeah. like they're old, like when they did like studios. And that was kind of cool seeing the old kind of like little leather jacket and stuff like that. And was that actually one of the songs that's on the like extended version of the album that they put on Spotify? Is that in the town song? Yeah, which for me kind of encapsulates that sort of they didn't quite know what sort of camp to be in. Ooh. <laughs> Well, like it's got that sort of ooh la 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 chorus, a bit like us. Like, yeah. It has that element, but then clearly, yeah. like yeah, some of the bands wanted to to rock out a bit. But you know, that's what made them great. Like mm. whatever whatever they were doing contributed to the the sound, which I really enjoyed. And it's one of those bands like you know you do it in your youth, and you think nobody gives a shit anymore. I imagine. Yeah. But you know that's why we do this little segment of the. Uh, of the podcast is to sort of show that there are, there are bands out there that deserve to still be listened to, and you mm, know, even if up. yeah, even if one person goes and listens to the album or even a few of the tracks. If I, was, I mean, that happened today. I was playing it in the shop, and one of the customers said, you'd, "Oh, you'd had it on in the shop on Saturday." And they'd recognised it obviously from second listen, and they were like, "Oh, this is really good." Mm. Should mention all it as well uh, because of us. They got their a few of their tracks put on the yeah, long way round. The long way round, which is uh, Ch- uh, Ewan McGregor, Ewan and McGregor, and that Star Wars. Ewan McGregor. Star Wars is Ewan McGregor and that some other guy, Charlie Borman. <laughs> Charlie I, I wrote this down. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we we used to play their songs. Apparently, like, eight the shot. eight songs feature on. on yeah, that's the what ma- I read. Massively popular motorcycle documentary. I don't remember it being eight songs on there. But, but the, the director, I didn't actually the watch director it. who came into the warehouse, or he came into our shop when we were playing it, and he was like, who's yeah. this? Somebody connected with that film yeah. heard one of the songs when we were playing it and said, who's this? And we got, put them in touch with them. And then, yeah, they ended up, that was their sort of brush with fame, really, I guess, the closest they... Well, they did get played on Radio 1, according, according to the internet. Lamont played them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's like... I remember seeing them... Play outside Denmark Street at a little festival. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah. And they, they, they played new ones and that made it on the album. That I was like, fucking hell, they're like genuinely like. And one of them was Welcome to the World. And the other one's the one I was playing the other day. I can't remember what song it's. What it's called? I think it's called Find Our Way. Yeah, it is Find Our Way. Yeah. That's got. Like, I, I, wrote, re- I wrote that one. No. It's got a um, a repeated. What well, I love a, a repeated chorus that kind of like just goes on like. Yeah, and I remember hearing it for the first time and being like, fucking hell, that's good. And I was right, because it was. And that's the one I was playing in, in yeah, the yeah. shop when I was playing on the guitar in the shop. And I sent, I sent a little video to Mark, fucking catawailing over it. It was embarrassed. And he was like, what a beautiful version. <laughs> what a beautiful version. Yeah. But he's gone on to have a really good career. <coughs> yeah, what makes me happy is that he's you know, got a career in music, mm. which is great. Yeah. So he gets to sing still, you know, share mm. his gift. Yeah, Sherry's wonderful gift. Yeah, and you know I'm still Facebook friends with a couple of the other guys, so that's that's nice, you know. Well, Rick, Richard Rice, the drummer, he was a big Embrace fan. Oh yeah, and I've, we saw him. I've seen him at a couple of Embrace gigs when we yeah. were at. I can't remember where it was now, but somewhere I sort of remember seeing him. 
He was a really nice guy. But he's the one. He seems. He's the one that's put a lot of the stuff on to Shopify. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Shopify. Yeah, he was. I think it was like two years ago. He was obviously having a sort of bit of a renaissance. Reminiscent. Yeah. But I'm so glad he did. Yeah. Well, because I, if nothing for nothing else, Richard, if you're listening, yeah, probably not. But it made us are, very happy. Yeah, we've enjoyed it. Mm. And people in our shop, customers. Yep, we're spreading the good word. Yeah. And yeah, you deserve that because mm. you're a great band. Yeah. So go, yeah, go and listen to 50 Hertz. They're called so 50, and then HZ like the little symbol mm. for Hertz. And the album's called There Goes Everything. I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, you can buy it. I found it. I, I'd li- always like to do this. I'd look on eBay. There's a copy on it. Um, five pound seventy-five, steep. Nice little oh, yeah. <laughs> on eBay. Yeah, I'll put it in. Yeah, there you go. Someone's well, trying to profit from you. I'm waiting for the vinyl re-release, the twenty-year mm. vinyl release. That must be coming up soon. Oh, don't know when it came out. The album. Two thousand. Uh, wasn't it two thousand and one? Or did they form in? They formed in two thousand and one. I don't okay, know when the album one. came out. Oh, this is only We went to the album launch. Do you remember that? Somewhere in East London, I think. Two thousand and six. Oh, okay, so. Same. Guys, I'm hoping for the yeah, 20 year Dulux uh, vinyl release. Make sure you yeah, please. Um, make sure you play in game. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, do a gig as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do a gig. That be oh, that be bloody oh, good. Would you go? I would. Yeah, I'd have to. Wouldn't I? Yeah. We both have to. Yeah. Make sure you play Welcome to the World. <laughs> this Never- is just becoming a secret message. Yeah. End game. Never awake. Make sure you play oh, that. Well, of course they play that. Yeah, that was the early. That was, that that was the one. one yeah, that was the one we first heard. We had like a little yeah. demo of that. It's an absolute banger. Mm. I heard it today, and I thought to myself, "Bloody bloody good, <laughs> lovely stuff." So, uh, so yeah, welcome to the Hall of Fame. Fifty yeah. Hertz. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's plenty of room. Yeah. Just move Tom back out of the way. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> in the corner. Uh, the guy from Jeans um, preaching to everyone. So be careful. Yeah, ignore him. <laughs> and you notice there's not that many women in there. Yeah. So apologies for that. Yeah, poor, poor old person from Beach House. <laughs> yeah. She's a I forget what her name is now, but she's um she's like stuck, in, stuck in there with a bunch of geezers. Victoria isn't she? Legrand. Yeah, having to yeah, suffer perhaps. a bunch of fellas. Well, I've got I've got a, a lady a lady band coming as my next choice. I just don't know how we're going to work out how to play the okay because it's quite synth synthy. So uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, so, that's the spirit. <laughs> just like we figured out today. Yeah. Should say. This, this morning performance wasn't our best. Apologies. Yeah. But we have a two-take rule and... We haven't got any time to keep practising. Yeah, so. and Steve, we, were, we had this stupid discussion before we recorded it and then Steve was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> he was meant to come... I had to look at him and he was, you know... I was miles away. He was miles away. Yeah. And I didn't know what Jez was looking at me for. He yeah. wasn't really thinking about the song and then I came in late. Yeah. So there's a few duff notes. Yeah, yeah you'll notice a few clangers, but that's part of the, that's that's part of the, the charm, isn't it? Yeah. And we deliberately play the song on a crap keyboard. Yeah, that's, that's unavoidable. That's part of the, um, the, the fun of it. So yeah, 50 hertz. 50 hertz, what can we? Oh, we've done that, right. Uh, right. Why do you know? Well, I'm going to, the question of the week I put out was what album are you, that comes out this year that yeah. are you most excited about? I mean, I did get some interesting answers. Why need you to give me your the top three ones that you? Well, were everybody in was saying Wet Leg. What? What? Wet, wet Leg. <laughs> you know, what, like we were on the Wet Leg hype before before anybody. Yeah, well, not before know. anybody. Uh, Kate Tempest. I prefer Wet Wet Wet. The Fo- they got an album out. <laughs> Fontaine's DC's new album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rex Orange County. A Britney Spears comeback. New Arctic Monkeys. Take that. Let's see Grandma. 
uh, Big Thief uh, Block Party have a new album. Have they? Yeah, apparently. Block Party? Block Party, yeah. Jesse's Greatest Hits, got a mention. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Ha. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Muse, Alt J, Mitski, and Alt J, Alt J, Alt J, Alt J. Oh. So that's a good, good selection. There's quite no, a good few albums out there. Bands, some yeah, of some of them I am genuinely excited about. Sounds all that. Fontaine's Alt J, Wet Leg. I will genuinely listen to them the day they come out and mm. give you my honest opinion. Yeah, buy the album. Ooh, not it. straight away. I need to try. You need, before to like, I, you need to like them first. Yeah, try before I buy. Okay. Uh, um, right. Is this a meatloaf special? The oh yeah, I've done a meatloaf. Okay, good. Ooh. I've done them. I've done a meat. That lyric fell weird when you been I'd do anything for love, but I don't do that. So, in tribute, right, to, in tribute to me, yeah. which I think is appropriate because, you know, he, he he's earned that at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. At least we can do for him. I'll be honest. Read out his lyrics and let me just scroll down. Oh, Jesus Christ. Look. <laughs> Still fucking scrolling. I won't do all of them. Um, so, meatloaf. Let's see if we can uncover the mystery of what he would, what, he, what he's on about. I won't because uh, to one side, I'll probably skip some of it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Just give me the meat. And he starts. Interestingly, he starts with with and as the first. Well, I think that's grammatically incorrect for a kickoff. <laughs> Can't and, start with a conjunction. And I would do anything for love. I'd run right into Helen back. Helen. Who's Helen back? <laughs> she went to Neil back. Neil back. Helen back. I'd run. I'd run right into Helen back. I would do anything for love. I'll never lie to you, and that's a fact. Well, that's yeah. That's what you'd not do. But I'll never forget the way you feel right now. Oh no, no way. And some days it don't come easy. Some days it don't come hard. Some days it don't come at all. <laughs> oh, we've all been there. I know we have, haven't we? And these are the days that never end. Yeah, that, that's a good point, actually. It's the bad, the bad days when you can't come at all. They, and I think it's a clever juxtaposition. Yeah. Some nights you're breathing fire. And some nights you're carved in ice. Some mm. nights you're like nothing. That's dichotomy there. 
you're like nothing I've ever seen before mm-hmm. or will again. Ooh. Maybe I'm crazy. Oh, it's crazy and it's true. I know you can save me. No one else can save me now but you. Helen Black. <laughs> Helen. As long as the planets are turning, as long as the stars are burning, as long as your dreams are coming true, you better believe it that I would do anything for love, etc., etc. Scroll a fuck way down because it goes on for fucking ever. It is the longest song ever ever written. Is that, is that official? Um, okay. Okay, you know the girl's bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like this bit. This is the best well, bit she, of the song. She asked some questions, doesn't she? Will you raise me up? Will you help me down? Will you get me out of this godforsaken town? Will you make it a little less cold? I can do that. <laughs> oh, I can do that. Will you hold me sacred? Will you hold me tight? Can you colourise my life? I'm so sick of black and white. Can you make it all a little less old? I can do that. Yeah. Now I can do that. Is it just Helen Baxing this bit? Yeah. This This is Helen's bit. (laughs) Will you make me some magic with your own two hands? Can you build an emerald city with these grains of sand? Can you give me something I can take home? Now... I can do that. Now I can do that. Will you cater to every fantasy I've got? Will you hose me down with holy water if I get too hot? Hot. Brackets hot, yep. Yeah. Will you take me places I've never known? I can do that. <laughs> After yeah, a while, yeah, I can to get everything, it was a brief interlude in a midsummer's night fling. And you'll see that it's time to move on. I won't do that. I won't do that. Oh. You won't do that bit because you would do anything for love. Anything for love. But I won't do that. No, I won't do that. Mm, I don't think I'm any clearer as to what you want to do. The bit, the, the bit we should have read was in the middle bit. Sometimes he prays for silence. And sometimes I just pray to the God of sex and drums and rock and roll. Sex and drums and rock and roll. Is that what it says? Yeah. God of sex Did and he? drums and rock and roll. Was it drugs and he had to change it? Probably. For like... No, mate. To get it on. Yeah. Because this was number one for a long time. Fucking hell, wasn't it? <laughs> Too long, if anything. Like your song. <laughs> well... Probably why it's number one for so long, because it's just played it once and it just took so fucking long. Uh, so there you go. Mr. Meatloaf. Well, two words, yeah. by the way. It's not meatloaf, one word. It's two words. Two words, meat. Meatloaf. Loaf. What's um, his real name? Don't know. Can't remember. American, isn't he? American fella. Oh, American fella out of fame. Yeah. Meet the loaf. Real name. John Ivanhower. <laughs> oh no, that doesn't ring a bell. Oh, Marvin Lee Ade. Oh, there you go. Marvin. I would never have got that. No. Couldn't even got close. So yeah, anyway, his father called him Meat when he was born because he looked like nine and a half pounds of ground chuck. (laughs) What a charming father. (laughs) Well, on that bombshell. Yeah, I don't have any final thoughts today. I was trying to think. Well, I haven't had any time to think about it properly. (laughs) Good, because you're focused on the job at hand. Mm. Maybe that could be the wisdom. I think it's good to sometimes... I know that's a bit Yoda... Focus on, you know... Yeah, engage, always be engaged. Yeah. Johnny Wilkinson, I've listened to one of the podcasts I listened to, and he was on it, and he was saying that that you have to be absolutely engaged in every task that you do. Mm. 
to actually kind of like perform and also kind of like it's ridiculous to be kind of like there so whatever you're doing at the time for example podcasting right now yeah don't think about what you're going to be doing later don't think, think about be, what you did yesterday if you're going to be playing one of your, your hero songs don't be thinking about something else be well, engaged yeah, in that yeah, if only you knew, knew that this morning because mm-hmm. he argued Johnny Wilkinson the rugby player if anyone doesn't know England's World Cup winning mm-hmm. rugby star that he's, he said that he gets as much enjoyment out of washing up as he did when he won the World Cup because winning that World Cup, he was absolutely ecstatic for about five seconds, and then he but already he started to feel. He, he, already started ne- to feel he already started feeling down after it because he's like, "Well, there's no, you can't get any higher. There's nowhere else to go." And he was always like, kind of like in the past by that point as well. And that those moments where he's like, just he's got a comp- task and he wants to complete it, and he's going to engage in that process and enjoy that com- process of completing that task, i.e., washing up. Hmm. In a way. It's almost better to just plod along in life, not have those big highs. Because mm. with those big highs mm. comes the big lows. Mm. Is that what you're saying? No. But you can't have high without a low. You need both in your world, right? Mm. And I think well, that's to appreciate the anything, like, Yeah, you have to have perspective. Don't yeah, you? I think with anyone who does stuff, right? You know, you see like stories like people that have like, walked along the Antarctic and they're like, was it so like Johnny Jackson or Melanie Sykes or the fucking honest you know I don't know why she did it but there's already planned the next adventure because yeah. once you've done it once and you kind of have these kind of moments of yeah. like they have to kind of you need to repeat these kind of process these, these moments yeah but What's, Wilkinson argues that you don't need to do that you need it's more just focus on the yeah, whatever it is you can you're still doing. get those same enjoyments from doing whatever you're doing mm. you just as have as to be actually engaged, engaged mm. with 100% engaged in that process whatever it is you're doing that's the most important thing right now he doesn't say he did also I'm not saying you should, he said not saying you should not work hard and try hard when you are doing those things but you should be engaged in those moments right now but then when you move on to something else focus on that, focus on what you're doing so if you're spending time with your kids be absolutely there mm. and present at that one moment on your phone sort of only half engaged yeah mm. or well, that's... talking to your wife you know or you know because we're yeah. probably both guilty of that when the wife's talking at, <coughs> talking at you and you're like yeah uh, yeah, you listening oh, to me yeah, yeah, yeah what are you saying about my wife gets so annoyed if I if I mm. and she'll be like can you look at me when I'm talking to you that kind of thing mm. and she's right you know I'd, mm. I'd be annoyed if it was the other way around and it does happen the other way around sometimes mm. it's all you oh yeah that's all people want is to be listened <laughs> listen to essentially mm. in life I was, I was I was listening to one on one of my podcasts and it was talking about other people that like you can't control other people like within like a boxing ring, right? Let's imagine you're a boxer and someone starts cheating in the boxing ring. Mm. What are the options you've got is to run away or stay in that boxing ring and kind of figure it out and, and adapt to the situation. And in this world, whatever you do, people are going to fight dirty sometimes. People are going to do things that aren't in the rules or aren't what you expect to happen. And you've got options of either walking away, running away, or standing up and fighting and continuing to do it and just to adapt yeah. into that situation. Whatever choice do you have? Just take control of things that you can yeah. control and they, we argue these things with stuff that happens in here stuff recently mm-hmm. right you have people that you think it's unfair but they, so what they've said or done but and they're fu- they're not playing by the rules well what we can, we consider the rules but what you know you have options to either run away or stand there and adapt and fix it and figure it out and how you and how you do those things is on, is on you not on them yeah so that's the final thought it's not <laughs> that's not, yeah. that's off top of my head like that, you should be a motivational speaker. 
Well, I'm sure people are feeling very motivated right now. I'm feeling motivated to go home and have my dinner. Yep. But you've just got to stick around for three minutes longer and listen to our beautiful attempt at 50 Hertz song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's making lentil dull tonight. Yep. Steve's got that. Too. That sounds nice. Mm. Like a doll. Mm. That to look forward to. Listen to 50 Hertz on Spotify. And you can find them, yeah. They're on there. 50 H Ed. Yep. Um, they really deserve your attention. Yep, and they've and yeah, they've generally given me a lot of pleasure in my in my adult life. Yep. Mark Nelson's given me a lot of pleasure. <laughs> yeah, and not all of it was round the back of uh, the underworld in Camden. Mm-hmm. He did a good impression of our friend Spuds. Did I? <laughs> it wasn't an impression of him. But oh, I'd say one thing about him. We remember we played poker night one, and he was actually really good at poker. Yeah, and he took us all for all of our money. He sharked us. He hustled us. He did hustle us. Well, I won ten pounds that night. I actually did. You, you came off. You come off good. Yeah, that was the stake, so I got my money back. Okay. So I wasn't down that night, so okay. I was okay. Yeah. That's my one and only he was, poker experience. He was, he was clever, wasn't he, as well? He was oh, going to yeah. be a professional poker player. He was brains. Yeah. Went to eat him. Did he? Mm-hmm. Facts. There you go. Hi, Mark. If you're listening. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. So, Mark Nielsen, brown nosing. <laughs> yeah, edition. Yeah. See you around. Love you, bye. Yeah.
<laughs> I was a miles away. Is that better or? It was more competitive. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Very good.